Welcome to the Bushy Black Brother Network. Welcome to Millennium Money Management. It's Michael, your bougie black brother, and I'm here with my co-host, Chaz. What's up, Chaz? What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? So we're here with Welcome to the Wall. Yeah, you're in our domain, player. I'm in your domain, <laughs> but it's all good. It's lovely, nice environment. We're doing a little setup here, so uh, I don't know. We wanted to come here and say it's investment time. Um, the Shit. end of the year, it's time to invest. In a Pro, no MacBook Air. For MacBook Air. Don't be spending extra money for nothing. Yeah. So, always never start thinking about, hey, because that's the hot shit that's out. That's what I'm gonna buy. Nah, take your necessities. Go with your necessities, and that's the important thing about dealing with investments. So, when you think about investment, Chaz, uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Thinking about having extra money to put away to make even more money. So, <laughs> money to make more money. Yeah, I feel like a rapper said that. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. I think that was uh, Puffy, right? Yeah. Yeah, one of the two. So, when we when we thinking about investing, we think about stocks, we take talk about CDs, we talk about money markets, we talk about, what is the other, mutual funds. Um, and real estate um, People take real estate to say let me flip it But in this day and age People don't want to own People want to rent People want to temporarily buy um, But real estate is kind of key Especially in this day and age So I know we talked about it Our last podcast about Airbnb Yeah, And actually getting into the right environment Or the right neighborhood Or the right spot so let's start with real estate. If you thinking about investing in real estate, what direction you want to go and long term, what do you think it's going to give you? See, actually, I got to introduce our third musketeer. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, on this episode. He's in there just looking at me. Yeah, so we got <laughs> we got another welcome to the wall individual. Hey, what's up, man? It's Bang Bang Boomerang. <laughs> bang Bang Boomerang. Co-host to Welcome to the Wall podcast. Yeah, he swings around, so he's gonna swing around today. <laughs> bang bang boomerang. So, uh, Absolutely. Myself and Bang Bang, we trying. What we want to do is get a house together. Gotcha. Just because when I'm paying in rent, can easily go to student loans. I can pay that down. Basically, just be a debt consolidation move in itself. So by going half on the house, uh, my rent payment will. Hold, I think, depending on the range we want to go in. Mm-hmm probably cut in half ish or at least you know it'll be two-thirds what it is now that extra money can go to debt or savings or investing so it's kind of to your point when you make a, a good real estate move the extra money that you your savings mm-hmm. you have so much more to play with to invest and do other things so i think it's key so so bang what do you think about it um uh, i agree i agree with it um the thing is you know, me growing up, I've been hearing a lot about uh, coming together to do mm-hmm. things. And especially you growing up, grow up around poor communities. 
you see a lot of other people do the same thing where they come together with their family right and they make moves let me translate trying to look like immigrants homie. exactly the chinese i mean but for real though you see how they do it i mean the idea is coming together so i think in our culture it's like get it yourself get your own Mm -hmm. but why is nobody thinking about like the global or just like a community type thing right where tackle things as a group so we did have it you know so i'm the old head in here we did have that are you saying we as in just us black folks (laughs) we did have that but um it was an era in which because i read a book and i'm it's not coming to my mind as soon as you said that bang i was just thinking about doing the reagan era if you look at all of the tv shows that was out it was about getting money and growing big like the dynasties and all of these Dallas and all of these so it was all about get yours get your money get yours and then it transitioned into Puffy and everybody blinging out so it was about get yours right prior to that is come together it was uh I think a slime the family stone come together right now and that's what we did so if someone needed something family came together they built a house they extended the house they built on the land that they had that's what we did but then the error and everything change economically to say, you don't need nobody else. You're good on your own. But now with the environment that we under and political environment that we under, we have to come together because if we don't, we're going to fail collectively. So, I mean, what's what's the best way if you have a group of people who want to get a home together, who want to live in town mm-hmm. inside the city of Atlanta? What's the best way to attack? So I think the best way is what you just said. First of all, I got a purpose Mm -hmm. and not the purpose of just flipping it, because I think 10, 12 years ago, I say 15 years ago, it was about flipping. You can't flip nowadays. Right now, you can take advantage of it if you both have a house and you may be out of town or there's something hot going in this weekend and say, hey, look. I can go over somebody else's house, and guess what? If I'm by the old Braves area mm-hmm. or by the stadium, hey, look, I can rent that out, Airbnb. You make half your rent with those people staying for the weekend. True. So y'all can look at that type of investment, and every now and then to supplement everything you need and go from there. So that investment can be long-term, and as you continue to build your place and say, well, let me expand the garage into a spot, or... Let me if if I have something with a basement, I'm always going to have that as renting out. So you're already taking care of your mortgage and holding your own money. So all you doing is paying that extra expense off, just like you saying, you got your college debt and still saving. Now, the most attractive thing are auctions, uh, tax liens, basically ways to get a house without going to the through the traditional model. Right. I mean, have you had success with that personally? So I tried it and I never got the tax lien. So you have to go to the courthouse. You got to wait. And then they may or may not pay the bill. Then you got to wait. And then they'd be like, okay, I want this one. And then it was like, okay, wait a minute. They came up with the money, but you already put your money down. And then they reject it back. And I had a couple of people who I know who's dealing with real estate right now. And they don't like doing that either. Hmm. Most of the people who turns houses and everything around they fix houses so they do the physical labor to do that Mm. so then the expenses isn't going out to fix the house they're actually doing it by themselves or with people who they know 
So they save on their expenses in that way. So that's kind of key when it comes to if you're going to buy a foreclosure or something like that, yeah. you have to have the skill set to build on it. Mm. So no higher contractors? No you, contractors? You can, but, yeah. but that's expense. Go ahead, man. Yeah, no, because I'm in a space where we deal with contractors, and it's kind of hard to get the right ones. So I can I can understand that being a struggle. And then like uh, I think I talked to a um, talked to a lot of people about housing. Right. Got a few friends who had houses, and they also mm-hmm. say the same thing where you'll rent the house out, but then they'll take it takes so much money to renovate it once and the people leave it. and maintain it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because uh, I think I was talking to one guy. He said uh, he had a two story, and they left the water. I guess oh, the water there was a guess there was a leak on the yeah. second floor. And he said it chewed up his whole top floor, and that just he had to sell the house and get as much as he can from it because the damages were just that great. It's like a rented car; people are not going to take care of yeah. a rented car. No, they're <laughs> not. They take care of their own car, so that's the scary thing. That's so, the scary thing. So the rental portion is almost archaic to a certain point of, especially at your ages, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be looking to rent. You should be. Looking at the Airbnb process, I like the Airbnb, because yeah. what that does—that's a quick turn. That's right. a quick turn at a higher value, especially if your city isn't beefing. Not all cities, <laughs> be, you know, certain cities be like, no Airbnb. Yeah, no Airbnb. Yeah. They know that. They know that. Yeah, yeah. A they, lot of they cities don't like, be, just like some cities don't like Uber. They kind of like you taking away. Oh, the taxes. The taxes. Right. the taxes pay taxes to. The city, commercial the state, insurance. There's exactly. a lot of people who get paid, get a slice of that. Yep. So you get shitty service, but a lot yeah. of people get paid. That's right. So those are the things that you got to look at when technology grows and you you looking at investing into something that you know has potential to be better. Airbnb right. isn't going anywhere. There'll be different companies. So even though we're saying Airbnb, there's other companies that the same do model, that, that same models model. out yeah. there. All you have to do is like, I'm getting on all three. So my options will always be out there. Now, um, I recently opened a child swap account. Charles Ch- Schwab. Child swap? Charles, Charles Schwab. He said a child swab account. <laughs> yeah, that's... That sounds kind of like pedophilia or yeah, some I know. shit. <laughs> I was roasting somebody else earlier for talking Southern. And that sounded real fucked up. That sure did. Charles Schwab. Shit, open that child swab account. Yeah. <laughs> that's that bum hour. I'll tell you what, man. You want to invest in the child swab, man? Child swab, man. So, four ninety five a trade. I made my first trade. Uh, I'm I'm kind of debating whether. So the math when you invest and you have debt, mm-hmm. you your investments need to make more return than your debt. So if I have five thousand dollars with debt of eight percent, I need to invest five thousand dollars with ten percent of return. Just just speaking super generically. So long term, short term. I think right now I'm long term. Just because of the industry mm-hmm. I'm investing in. Okay. So I'm kind of like, that's kind of how I'm playing it. But I haven't put too much money in because I'm debt focused right now. So I'm just kind of thinking, what do y'all think about pay off debts first versus jumping in and try to get some investments growing? So I thought paying off debts was probably the best thing to do. Yeah. But after doing research, they're saying uh, paying off debt may not be the best option because of like... Life, you know, emergency. <laughs> life, just life. You what know? you tell me? Because I was thinking about just 
you know, paying things off aggressively, but like I have nothing in savings. So if I ever have to make a move, that's true. I'm I can't make a move. You know what I'm saying? I'm and stuck. You, you can still get approved for a house with like three thousand dollars in debt versus three thousand dollars in savings. You can, but yeah. then if something big happens, you know that like three thousand in the bank would be crazy. You got nothing, or let's say your job lays you off as soon as you buy the house, then you stuck with nothing. So I've been trying to think in the mindset of saying, look, okay, let me put, let me make sure I'm paying off my debt. But at the same time, let me make sure I'm stacking, right? Yeah. Stack a lot. Then maybe I can, I guess like the end of the year, I've been challenging myself to kind of make big payments towards the end of the year. Uh-huh. If I'm like, okay, I'm good. Let me drop this, you know, let me drop this bag. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> there's, there's a difference with debt that you should be concerned with. Uh-huh. The debt that you should be concerned with is those bigger things. Those big, like school and school long term. Don't even fuck with that. Hold on to it. Wait, what? Don't try to. Let that one go. If you can extend that out as long as possible. So I want to tell a quick little story. Go ahead. This is this is a cautionary tale. Always talk to the customer service people. Okay. No matter what situation, get on the phone. I called up the you know student loan folks. I was like, I can't afford this. What, what can we do? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, blah blah blah. Well, you should be. Yeah. You know, went through the little process. Got your shit down by like five hundred dollars. I was like, damn, yeah. So, nah, like literally 480, I was, I was like at over $500 monthly. Right. Took me down to under 100. Just about $100 a month. Yep. And he just, he just sprinkled in a little detail and 20 year forgiveness. I was like, pay all this shit off or milk that shit out for 20 years and just write that shit off. So I was kind of like. Milk that shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. So that's one of those debts okay. that you want to hold on to. But I was thinking for, I mean, I guess technically for credit, I'm paying, I'm making payments and it stays current. And that's that's a but plus. My debt to income ratio though. So your debt to income, but if you a constant paying on that, they want to see if you paying it. Not that oh the, man, it's all that much money. I thought no. the ratio was crazy. If you have a, if you have like. You know what I mean? I thought you you need to have the good ratio. So, if your payments is one thing, yeah, and you're good with your payments, yeah. people who give you credit wants you to spend it. They said that guy's constant. He's going to take care of his bills. Right. Here's twenty more thousand dollars. So the okay, they'll right. give that to you, especially oh. your capacity. Your capacity now has been reduced by almost $400. They want you to spend $400 more. On some bullshit, yeah. Exactly. They want that. Yeah. So if you got long-term payments that's consistent, you're not a risky person. So they want you to, hey, spend some more credit. Mm -hmm. Just do that. The one you want to hold on is credit card and that. Credit card, you want to hold debt, let it come and go, come and go. You want to spend money on your credit card. Just because up. they want to see that revolving credit yeah. consistently. Let it hit the statement. Yep. And then, yeah. And then you say, hey, raise my capacity. I raise my capacity about 2000 every year. I don't use it, but I call them and say, hey, look, I'm going to need this money. I work on that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So now I'm, I'm in the sevens as opposed to being in the high sixes. <laughs> you call them like you a, shit, you a drug dealer? Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> and I want it all. Right fucking now. So, yeah, so you want that kind of debt. Right. 
anything like a loan here or some things temporarily, you want to pay those oh, off. Pay those off as soon as possible. Pay those off so, because like the, car. But yeah. Then, and then too, like credit cards, you shouldn't be really buying anything unless you already have it in the first place. Spend it like a debit card. Yeah, yeah you're supposed to treat it like a debit card. Or like we told Jeremy, you you get West you side. get card. <laughs> <laughs> you get a card that pays you. So if you either get points, cash back rewards, or points, something. make it be worth your while. Yeah. I got a guy that we I talk with at work, and he made the decision two years ago when we were talking. He pays all his bills on his credit card, and then when he get his check, he just pays it all off. That's what I do. Yeah. So he just builds all that up, and it looks like he got like two thousand dollars worth of um, spending, mm-hmm. and then he pays the two thousand off. Easy. Yeah, because because debt. I mean, debit cards. You don't. There's no, there's no instant. You get points, no reward, but the nothing. points are sorry. No, it's they, yeah. it's not that. But you have to spend like twenty thousand to so, get a little like some speakers. But, but you know the liability. <laughs> you know the liability of using a debit card as opposed to a credit card. And we risky. told Jeremy this. Yeah, yeah we did. Risky. Yeah. yeah. So, then, well, the thing is, if you, if you, I guess if your stuff gets stolen, then that yep. money's just gone. Yeah, credit cards have so much protections. Yep. Um, if you rent a car, you get insurance. It's all these small little things. But your debit card, that's your money. Yeah. That's your ass. They was like, so yeah, that's your ass. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. So, so if someone steals your debit card, yeah. the liability for you is like, uh, We can't help you. Versus you, your credit card. You use, you use, yeah, you use that card you actually in get, that way. You get good customer service. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We didn't know so that. So what happens when they have a debit card? So it's Bruh, going, homie. You get called, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All types of yeah. things. Yeah. It just so, it gets real. It gets a little too raw, too fast. So, so you, you go ahead. Oh, we got a question from the audience. So <laughs> I know we do God, have an audience here. Down. So uh, <laughs> this, this podcast is really taking off. Know, right? <laughs> hey, wait your turn. So um, so this this guest asked me um, <laughs> if I'm correct on this, is it better to uh, get direct deposit to your debit card or your savings account? Wait, are we saying checkings and savings? Yes. We talked about this, but it depends on how many institutions you have, though. Yeah. If, if you can split it up. Yeah. Because... Do you have two checking? Do you have two banks? Is, does the audience member have two banks? Yeah, yeah or no? You got to no. get two banks. You got to have more than one. Or get a bank and a credit union. Yeah. Credit union is always good. They're more cooperative. Yeah. We're going back to the old second part. I mean, I know. What's going on? I know. You got to let people listen. Bro, I, don't, I, think, <laughs> I think this shows people got this. People need the same knowledge. They do. They truly do. No, no. So, your direct deposit, if you have the opportunity, you should be able to split it. Mm-hmm. You split it. And one of the main reasons for splitting it is you don't see it. You want what you pay your bills going into your checking. And then you put that other one aside. The more you don't see it, the more you won't touch mm-hmm. it. It's it's like a handful of cash. When yep. You like you know if you have a lot more cash, yeah. you'll, you'll spend it a lot quicker than you would if you have like a dollar. Versus pocket. when you find out like hundred. So I'm gonna give you the name of the author, but I keep talking about it. It's the automatic millionaire. Autom- okay. automatic, automatic millionaire. millionaire. Yep. That is the that is perfect. It tells you in order to be not a millionaire, but in order to be self-sufficient uh be wealthy in a sense you split your money in thirds you save you pay your bills and you pay yourself as long as you pay yourself you shouldn't you shouldn't fuck with your savings 
And if you pay your bills, you would never have to go back to your savings either. But if you got money in your pocket and this week, I'm going to work all week, I can't even go out, you're going to have that money again. And then when you get pay yourself again, you got money on top of that money. Yeah. Then that savings becomes routine. And you pay your bills, routine savings, and you got money in your pocket. Now, actually, I want to jump back into investment real quick. I was One thing I was thinking about, so there's two invest, two forms of investing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, hopefully, if, you, if you're listening, your job <laughs> has 401k of some sort. That's a longer discussion. Go Ho- ahead. Hopefully, yeah. And you know your job. Um, depending on how it's set up, you can actually go into the little portal. You can choose, or they just set it up for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to set you up in a low risk pool. It's not, um, it's not recommended to like change like uh, I guess to change that stuff, right? Yeah, it is. It oh. depends. Yeah, so you got to look and see how what it is. Because if you get like some bullshit percentage, I guess you look at the performance though. Yeah, look at the performance before you start fucking. So look at when you're thinking retirement savings, let's that's a retirement savings, Mm -hmm. not really investing. That's retirement savings. But doesn't it? It's it's, investing within your retirement savings. Okay. So what's the the best better word? Retirement. So your retirement. Retirement funds. Investing. Okay. So when you're doing that, it should always be long term. So when I was younger, it was very aggressive. So I had more stock. I had less bonds or whatever like that and the idea is you're not going to pull it out soon so if it goes bad it'll recover in time mm-hmm. at my age i need less stock and more bonds and trust and things in that matter yeah. because the closer i get to retirement i want mines to be stable so the more stable i am the more, the better off my investment will be for my retirement but if you get aggressive up to the age of maybe 40 then you start changing it but don't watch it like investment. So most people look at their retirement like an investment account and say, oh, the stock market is bad. I'm going to pull my money. Hold on. It's going to recover. It's no matter what, it's going to recover. Mm-hmm. So let me flip to, no, let me, let's stay with that. So when you do that, you're still in a better position if your company either matches or invest in your amount that you put in. Mm-hmm. So even when you lose, you don't lose because they're giving you money anyway. Right. So let it go down. And then when it comes back up, not only do you get yours back, you get the amount that they gave you, too. Now, you got that. Now, what's if you're new to like I, like me, I just opened the Charles Schwab <laughs> <laughs> account. Right. And now what I did do was pay for access it's called marketify.com marketify something something like that mm-hmm. and this this guy he um it's a subscription service and i pays for access to a forum and he recommends trades now i'm apprehensive about it long term but for the first couple of months i want to do it just to kind of get recognize the companies and learn the industry more right but without that information um would you recommend if you're new to investing just dump a thousand two thousand into a mutual fund and don't pick stocks yourself like what's what's your recommendation on that level so i dealt with it in two ways Mm -hmm. so i have this is outside of the 401k retirement fund exactly so this is investing so um i used to be a day trader oh right, right right so when clinton was in i was day trading so at my job, I was, 
buying and selling and I was, you know, share trade and merit trade. I was buying and selling like crazy. I was making, I was loving it, but you get addicted to that shit. So you lose a lot of money, but you, it's gambling. So once it's stabilized and I've found out that, look, I'm, I'm only coming back even. I'm not really gaining as much. I gain like real a whole lot, but then I take chances on other stuff. But there was something called, and guess outside, uh, write this down, computer share. So I was told when I was working with some stockholders, if you buy something and you like something, mm-hmm. you should be, you should buy into it. Yes. I agree so I long agree. ago, I invested in Home Depot because houses were building and no matter what, people would have continue to build houses. So during the housing boom, I gained 65% Damn. more on my on the shares that I had in Home That's Depot. It's crazy wow. return. It's fantastic. Yeah. And then, you know, lost my job and went back, so I used all that up. But I didn't have to work, so I was cool, but I used all my stock and survived for about a year. But I stopped hmm. investing in it. So when the market went bad with all the housing and Obama came back, I waited till the stock went way below a uh, $100 a share, and I start buying again. It's at 165 again. Because no matter what, the Home Depots, the Lowe's, and all of those, if you are part of something, invest in it. I love Starbucks, so I invest in Starbucks. I watch Netflix, so I invest in Netflix. General Motors. So Chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, that's you. So You said Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Chicken so, wings. Chicken, chicken wings. wings. Hot yeah. wings. Yeah, so, buffalo. <laughs> poultry. Look under poultry. Look under poultry. You'll be fine. But poultry. the, reason, the reason why I said computer share is computer shares allows you to put a little bit amount of money down and you just pay $50 a month to get whatever company that's on that list. And it's a lot of major companies that's in there. So all I did was pay $50 every month. Well, actually, before I was doing $50 every week. So 50, 50, 50, uh, maybe 200, 300 a month. And it right. built up really, really quick. But most investors, most companies won't allow you to do $50 at a no, time. No, we got to talk about that. What's the best portfolio mix for for personal investing? Now, I'm talking about Ameritrade, is, uh, Computer Share, mm-hmm. and Charles Schwab and these other places. So Vanguard is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, Vanguard and Fidelity. I've dealt with them for years they have my 401k and they had my mutual funds Mm -hmm. so i've always used them and even when they moved over when i was working for another company they moved mines that had charles schwab but they moved it back to vanguard because vanguard takes care of it's a really good investment mix Mm -hmm. so vanguard has a lot of good investment mix computer share is not a mix it's individual stock now would you say someone needs to have like Three accounts? Oh, Four. Like, like have a Fidelity, E-Trade, and... So get one. Uh-huh. Get one that does a, a mix, like a mutual fund, yeah. or and then get one individual, I want to buy stock. I want to buy yeah. an individual company's stock. Mm-hmm. One for that and one from that. So really just need two. You really need two. I got a couple of them. But um, <laughs> because I've been doing it for a while. Right, so right. I got a couple of them. Um, I got Fidelity. I got Vanguard. I got the other one. There's an app called Betterment. Betterment. You put money into that. Let me give you an example. 
Betterment. I put a, I put some money down, and we, you know we my say, investment. hold on, this is welcome to the wall thing. <laughs> welcome to the wall. We say allegedly, allegedly. So something is questionable. You know, just, definitely got to put that disclaimer. Yeah, on. just say you may or may not have. We, we don't know. So, so I pulled out of it, but the amount that I got from it, and I just did it for the previous year. Let's make sure. My earnings from the previous year is 10.6%. You don't normally get that. No. no so like- Betterment, that app has a very good portfolio mix. So it just takes the guesswork out of it. Yeah. So unless um, you're really motivated to, kind of like what you're saying, I'm using Home Depot, I'm using these products, I want to invest in them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just do portfolio mix. Just yeah. do a nice return. You know. What you uh, want is to say, I'm not going to sit by the computer and look at the stock market every day to see how well I'm doing. I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. Get a investment mix. I still, I'm kind of, I have a long-term view for, I don't know about Bang Bang, but I have a long-term view for my investments. Have you um, considered or thought of? Well, allegedly Bang Bang is from <laughs> projects. So uh, those words are scary to me. So no. <laughs> so, so do you have a savings account? No. So, if you don't have a savings account and you start thinking about investing, paying off loans. Yeah, I'm doing better. So, if you start, you for real? what you what paying you, off everything, but no savings account. Paying off. Well, I have savings. There's nothing in there. Oh, okay. In it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Got like two. So a savings account to a certain extent is is worthless. Because you want to build on something. Yeah, it's, it's no really return. It's not, savings. I mean, zero point whatever. Yeah. So you get $2 and you be like, yeah, yes. got $2. No, you want to be able to put it in something that will grow. Mm. You know, if you're like getting stocks. 1 or 2%, that's better than having money sit. Now, what about and they're the, using your money. You need a rainy day fund, though. So we're talking about investing. We're okay. not talking about your savings. Because... When you're living, you should have that rainy day for emergencies and then your expenditures. So even though you want to pay off everything that you can, you have to have the emergency. And that's why I'm making a young man mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you always want to have that, oh, my God, I need, for example, I needed new tires. Yeah. And and my wife didn't want to tell me until she got a flat and they looked at the last two tires and it was like, you need to get new tires. I was like, what the... All right. <laughs> so I went and got new tires. That's fine. But you got to have something so you don't pull from here to pull from here. I got to go to here. I can't pay this off. So I got to do this in order to get this one thing done. See, I made the mistake of uh, trying to, I guess, g- aggressively pay off bills and use credit cards as my escape. So I think I had a thousand dollar bill for my car. So I had to swipe that Americo Express, you know, <laughs> and then make payments on it over time because right. that was my emergency. So I only use my credit cards for emergency and occasionally um, Amazon. So that's and, that's, and that's, <clears throat> questionable purchases. Be like, so, yeah. So that's still good. So I'm I'm gonna give you I give you credit for that. So some people don't pay their bills. Oh, gotta pay and do that, mm-hmm. and then it's you know it's just a snowball effect on that. Right. But at least you have the option to say, I got capacity to take care of these emergencies. Now, Go ahead. Uh, Mike, I think we talked about this offline one time. Can we talk about you have debt paying interest versus paying the principal when you're paying extra? Because I think I messed up for my car payment. 
I'm I'm over here tripping like, man, I'm gonna pay, man, I'm killing it. <laughs> and then you was like, you you paying the principal or interest when you pay the extra? I was like, I don't know, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's kind of important. Just because you pay more on a bill doesn't mean you're paying off the yeah. principal. Yeah. And it's like you have to call normally. You have to call and say, hey, I'm paying an extra hundred dollars to fifty dollars every month. I would like that to go to the principal. So before well, before the payment. Yeah, before okay. the payment. Okay. Now you can they'll do it when the payment is due, but that depends. Be but I always say, hey, by the way, I want this to go to the principal. If not, all you're doing is paying more of the interest and then they lower your bill every month and they be like, Oh, I don't have to pay that much. Yeah, you're just paying the interest off. Oh. That's a good thing to consider, especially. But yeah. it's not told. It's it's companies want you to pay their interest. They don't want you to pay off yeah, the that's, principal. That's how they make their money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no matter what, if you don't tell them that, they're gonna turn around and be like, "It was just, there. Just take it off the top. Uh, take yeah. it off the top." <laughs> and be like, "You'll have a less payment." And they'll trick you into because at first when I didn't know it, they was like, "Go ahead, you can put that three thousand dollars down. Then your payment will only be three hundred dollars from four hundred. Oh, okay, thanks. Uh-huh. But I didn't know that I still got four more years to pay this damn thing off. But if I did that, I could have took off maybe a year or close to uh, eight months off. And then I have eight months less. Mm-hmm. And then if I come into some other mother, I mean, other mother, some other money, I can put that on there. And once again, I'm taking years and months off my loan. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's the, that's the money that's freed up to do investing and to just do other things. Yep, exactly. And that's why I believe in savings for emergencies, Mm -hmm. but investing for long-term. So my my wife, she said, what do I need to, you know, save money for? I said, have a purpose. Always have a purpose. Mm -hmm. What is your purpose? Well, I already got a 401k. So you got your retirement. Let's take mm-hmm. that out of the way. Right. So what if you invest your money into the vacation that you want to go to? She said, yeah, I want to go to Hawaii. I said, how much is that going to cost? She's about $5,000. So start saving for that. If you save with a purpose, you have the likelihood of saving mm-hmm. than oh, just okay. saying, well, you know, they told me to save. So I just save. Most people just don't save. Just, just to save. Just from the psychology perspective. Yeah. Okay. So I always want to say, why are you saving? Well, I, you know, I was told, no, mm-hmm. why are you saving? I like to save for emergencies. I like to save for um, purchases that I want in the future and the and retirement wise. So I can be able to say I'm taken care of or my family's taken care of. Then I'm good from that. I save for work just in case they start tripping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I could chuck them deuces. So, so there, there, there's a... There's a concept that says you should have 90 days of your paycheck already saved. I so got, when you walk out of that job, you got 90 days to get another job. I got like, so like and I'm done. I got yeah. like 14 days. <laughs> I got a solid two. I got, I got, you got two days. I, hey, I'll use every two of them days to get my get- hustle. <laughs> but if, you, if you're looking at it in that way to say, especially when you're at a job that you eventually want to transition to something else you always want to say how do i prepare how do i financially prepare myself to move on and i'll go say yo y'all kick rocks and i'm done 
And they'd be like, damn, he just walked off the job. Blew up the big deuces. <laughs> and before, you know, because most people said, man, I can't leave here until I get a job. Yeah. And then you get desperate. And then you, and then you take a job yeah. that you don't want because you wanted to leave that then one. in the worst situation. Yeah, then you, exactly. Exactly. Hustling so backwards. what do you do? Hey, I got enough. So when the first choice come up and it's terrible, psh, I can wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go for the next one. So, but those are big time investments. The slow moving investment is these mutual funds and money markets because it takes the thought. If you're not used to looking at the stock market, have somebody else do it for you. They're going to get a great portfolio together and say, look, just give me $50 a month. It's going to grow into a three, 4% yearly. And that's computer share. Yeah, so that's no computer share is yeah. individual stock. Okay, what's the fifty dollars a betterment. month? Betterment. No, fifty fifty dollars a month is the individual one. You can go to the Fidelity and just give them money. But those and are like just the bigger wait. ones. Yeah, like, so they not? they they have fees. Yeah, right. That's why I'm telling you, I got another one. They're like geared towards like companies, you know. So I also got one called Robinhood. So Robinhood That's, is individual, yeah. yeah. So it, those are individual yeah, stock too. But for the for the pool, just get betterment. Yeah, for the pool. Yeah, they, they got good pool. And it's like fifty dollars a month. No, you can do whatever you want. Oh, really? Yeah, that one's you do whatever you want without the. No, the individual is Robinhood. It's the audience acts. Is that the audience acts? <laughs> <laughs> the. Do you, do you have a question? Do, do we have time for audience members that have questions? <laughs> oh, Q and A. Q and A. So we like to stop in between sometimes and have take questions from the audience. Yeah, give us some time. We we got that schedule. <laughs> so the individual ones, Robinhood, and if you want more expensive, more uh, like stock that says you can't invest. Let me give you an example: McDonald's, GM. Won't allow you to invest in a stock unless you put down five thousand dollars or more, or more. But if you go to Computer Share, they'll say, "Look, put two fifty down and commit to fifty dollars a month. We got you. The minimum is fifty dollars. You can do more, but fifty dollars a month will allow you to invest." You know what I sound like? That's not like that one homeboy. Hey, bro, just, just. Give me some money, I got you. We're gonna get in. Yeah, I'll let to you get in. in that one club. <laughs> so if you give me a hundred dollars, I'll let you in. Yeah, yeah. I, I like those better, you know, because um Bang Bang's allegedly from the projects, right? So <laughs> the ideal is that those type of words, investing and dropping thousands of dollars to some strangers I've never met before. Right. That's tough, you know. Yeah. A family member can hit me up for a thousand. I don't know if I can break them off, you know. So right. the ideal is maybe starting small with those little yeah, bite size. a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, those bite size may could get me more comfortable mm-hmm. maybe i could get more involved through the app and if i do lose it's only 50 bucks and you know, i spend it in the club I so can... so think about look at your environment you know i know y'all read you know look at what's going on in the world think about what's yo buying selling and what's low going key, on low key so i already threw you a bone go ahead low key some war shit pops off <laughs> how do i invest in some military boeing Boeing. Brr, brr. I'm trying to. Whoa. But there's more than just Boeing, though. There's more than just Boeing Bro, that's, that's out what, there. What's buying and selling? Hey, man. AK 47s. I'm all about the peace and the happiness. Yeah, so, so there's a moral issue there, bro. And see, I would never do that. But it's, but it's, but 
So while they worn out and they coming in <laughs> you know and it's martial law and you invested in the guys that shooting at you because you pay, making sure that they got more bullets to shoot at you. Or or, or I might buy a gun too. No. No, okay. Yeah. That's like that's like if Bang Bang becomes like this the greatest basketball player in the world, <laughs> then invest in a prison. The next you know, that prison is locking up all my people. Oh, metaphor? Metaphorically. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Michael Jordan. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Oh, oh, allegedly. 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 I forgot that. <laughs> Don't come after us. So Jordan you, legal team. So you got to invest in something like what you were saying positive. earlier. Something that you believe in. Not that positive. You believe in. That you believe that in. That you believe in. I actually believe in weapons. Well, that's what's up then. Do you? Well, okay, then you can do yeah, that. But a little bit. Not a lot of it. <laughs> so it's like a little hand. invest a little bit. Yeah, then. like a hand. $25 a month. Five but, then it goes yeah. pew, pew, pew. Yeah, those, those. Just to keep, just to keep the goons away. Okay, okay, okay. But, okay. but to me, that's how I, you know, when I was sat down and said, like, you know, I don't know what to invest in. Invest in your values. Yeah, and you, and I'm into tech. I'm, I'm yeah. big time into tech. So I'm always looking at things in tech that move ahead. I miss, I miss Apple by 14 days. Oh, damn. 14 days. I could have bought it at 98 dollars. Wow. 14 days, and that's still high. But look at it now. Yeah, ridiculous. Monster. Look at so, Amazon. Well, you know how much stock Amazon is? Amazon stock is almost $1,000. $1, I would have never bought Amazon. That's never. Crazy. Unless you had $50,000 to drop on that. It's not worth it. Because it's not going to build. It's so high, it builds in small increments. Mm-hmm. So the people who have their money, those increments means thousands of dollars to them. Where me... I'm not getting much. It's minuscule. Yeah. yeah. It's not much at all. You, yeah. So the thing like something that's $100 that goes up to 175 180 I'm almost doubling my money. I think for me, um, products I use, HP, that's one. Um, I'm trying to think. Like in terms of consumer brands and like business to business, I really have to – a lot of those people are they're, – they're a lot of obscure and – the company that you like is owned by another one. It's a conglomerate. Yeah. So yeah. You, I kind of have to do research now that you mention it. If you want to spend on individual stock. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to do individual stock. Okay. Because I know Netflix was investing into new shows that everybody else wasn't doing. They were investing in expanding yeah. what they wanted to do. The streaming service just got bigger and bigger. But it, they dropped the packages. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to invest in individual stocks, what's like a good number to, of, to do? Meaning? What do you mean number? Like, because you're saying you did Home Depot, Netflix. What's like the total number that you were doing when you were working with individual stocks? So I think Home Depot was at about $60 when I first started. It went only up to about 80 to yeah i think it was 80 80 90 dollars when i reinvested into it and netflix i think was a little under a hundred dollars and now it's like 150 dollars so those are those are your main two that's my main two and then home depot netflix starbucks and talking about values i invest into the the one black business that's oh, yeah? been on the stock market for longer than a lot of people. Oh, really? Which was uh, Radio One. Oh, it's only like two dollars. I used I bought it when it was like at ten and twelve dollars, but when they started growing and bringing in, it dropped 
almost into penny stock. Really? But I invest in them because it's a black business. Mm-hmm. It lost me a lot of money, but I it gained some of it back. But the purpose was you need to invest into your people. Mm-hmm. So I don't even watch it, but I'm going to invest in them. How do you feel about investing in people? So I would love to invest into people and businesses that I feel is going to do better. Mm. I don't think I have the capacity and um, patience <laughs> to say his $10,000 is going to help you get to a certain point. And if it doesn't return, I'm not watching them every day. Like, yo, <laughs> so how's it going? Uh, did you, you give me an update? Yeah. Hey, hey, how's my... I don't know if I have the discipline right. to invest in people as of yet. So I would love to do that. That's the one thing. I'm a big, yeah, tech and movies. I love movies. So I would love to invest in independent movies and say, look, I love your vision. I'll invest in that. Let's see if we can get it out there in that way. I would love to be like a producer to say, here's your money. Let's get that out there. And if I love it, it doesn't matter if it flops or not. But I enjoyed it. And you're giving people opportunities. Right. So I like stuff like that. That was one thing I, me and my wife discussed. She was like, that's a waste of no, uh, I like it. You know, if you can help somebody with a dream, then why wouldn't you? Hmm. If you have the capacity to do it. If you have the capacity. Yeah. So. That's a goal of mine, to be able to invest in people. Mm-hmm. See, uh, But then, like you said, it's a good chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Hidden Gems, great entrepreneur's movement. So, we had a young lady, um, Pamela J. Booker, um, my other podcast, that she does a periscope for black businesses. And she let black businesses come on and say, hey, tell us about your business. Tell everybody what's going on. Right. But any small, growing black business, she puts them on and say, hey, look, get out there. You know, I'll give you a forum and I'm doing that. So I wanted to give her a forum to say, you're doing things for our people and what the community needs right here in Atlanta. I want to give you a forum to give them a forum and going from there. So if we do that, back to your point, we I'm full circle now. Back to when you say, what do we do together to be successful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we don't do these kind of things in this environment, we're going to fail dramatically. It's time for us to say we can't do this by ourselves. As long as I live in that home and I close the door behind me and I don't get out and deal with people, you're going to fail on your own. Mm-hmm. Or if not, you could be a selfish bastard and you know sit in the corner and die. I don't know. Being selfish is look who's it in hasn't office. paid. I think well, he is white. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I've been told so. So investment in that. Yeah, yeah, CDs. Yeah. If you if you're gonna run with CDs, it's a good chance if you get a small bonus or something from someone, run a CD for you won't get anything of value unless it's there for a year. For about a year right. or okay. so. Them six months ones, if you roll six months ones, they're usually one percent. So less less you're gonna hit inflation probably. For what? One percent? One percent is that's not that's just holding it. Yeah. So what you want is hold it in place and let it roll and let it roll. And then you you run in that one percent. So if you don't give if you don't get money and put it in there, that's better than a savings. Mm -hmm. So most people put it in savings so they can get to it. Mm -hmm. 
But if you don't want to get to it, that's a good opportunity to say, put it in that, you know, that CD and let it roll and let it roll. I think we should talk about just uh, liquid, having liquid assets versus Mm non-liquid. So what you're basically describing is like me personally. uh, So a rainy day fund is money you can pull out like right now. Yep. Just like money in the bank. Those are liquid funds. Yep. Um, Liquid meaning like uh, it's just like money you can spend right now. Illiquid funds are things you have to convert over. So like a car. That's house. Yeah, yep. house. You have to sell it, and then once once you make the money back, then you get liquid funds cash. Right. So you have to think about of all your assets and investments. If something were to happen, hopefully it doesn't. But if you need to pay, you know, car repair or mm-hmm. you know, other things happen. Liquid. You know, bribe the police. Like, yeah. hey, bro, hey wait a minute, come right yeah. with me. You know, you might need some liquid funds. Right, exactly. So you want to keep like just. Um, we don't subscribe to bribery. It's, so, it's a know. joke. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> don't condone that. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I'm definitely a fan of. It's all about a mix. So, like you're saying with the with the mutual fund, mm-hmm. I believe in having a fund of just investments too. Right. So obviously, have your 401k long term, mm-hmm. and then you know invest investments in pers- the mutual fund, individual stock, um, just anything else. You know, just right. real estate. Like it's all it's all a big mix. So being realistic. So I always I don't put myself in my own shoes. I always put myself in the people's shoes that says, you know, not to sing you out, Bam, but I'm not <laughs> investing. And, you know, I don't see a need in it right now because I, I got too much in my life that I care about. Why should I be in investing? Well, let your money work for you. Mm. It's about letting your money work for you as opposed to you working to get your money. When you say, look, I'm putting this money right here, and that money is working on its own, and you look over there and say, damn, okay, that gained $10 on my $300 that I got in there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Damn, this month, it's you seeing it's doing something. You know, to a person who's saving $200, $10 and $20, that's pretty damn good. To a person who's putting in a thousand dollars, they looking to see hundreds on top of yeah. that, and so on and so on and so on. But back it up to a new investor. Look, you need to be seeing tens and twenties. Mm-hmm. Anything less than that, then you may have the wrong mix. So you want to see something in that matter, so you can feel good to say, "I'm doing something of value. I see something that may benefit me. The more I put in there, it's going to grow on that." So I always want to tell people that if you think you could put a hundred dollars in and it's going to make you a thousand dollars, that shit don't occur yeah, don't unless you put a hundred dollars on lottery tickets Boy, and that shit don't work. Trapping. Either. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. That shit don't work. Allegedly either. trapping. Yeah. You're going to spend all your money on legal trap fees. Shit. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so you, you, you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. But you're at an age that if you start with the little things. It'll grow, and as as comfortable you get, it gets better. But if you start small and not trying to, hey, let me get this quick, get this thousand dollars and put. As soon as you put that thousand in, you're peeling it right back off because it took so long to put a thousand down. Right. You're gonna need it because you sacrificed to put that thousand yeah. in. You don't want to do that. You want to put the small 
50. God, well, yeah. I can't go out. <laughs> oh, I can't do this, but I need to do this. I need right. to start seeing that. And then you small, those small incremental things, it becomes routine. Yeah. And then when routine sets in, then you can see where your growth is. And right. then you can feel good like, well, okay. It yeah. does mean something. Mm, two months I could put down on that car because I damn sure need a new car. I'll use some of that money as a good down payment. Right. You got a purpose in your investment. You can use it like that. But long as you started doing your investment, you get used to investing. Mm-hmm. And right. then when you get at a point, you get a better job, you get better money. Then you say, well, time for me to put this money over here as my investment, put my emergency money, and this is what I'm doing right here. And then I got this in my pocket. And not only that, you know, just, just that, that learning kind of like opens your mind. So you can start yeah. having conversations with people who are actually in the space. So when you're ready to start making bigger moves, you know, you may have some good advice or, you know, you may be in the right place in the right time. So exactly. It's kind of like in that space as well, too. And you usually get the best advice when you know what you're doing. Right. So you sit down with somebody and say, yeah, you know, I was working in the computer share and I invested in Coca-Cola because they got this new thing. They're coming out with this Coke free. Uh They was like, you know what? I invested in Coke a couple of years ago and I not. And you're like, oh shit! Yeah, that's a- <laughs> they talk to you when you're talking their language. language exactly. Yeah, and you ain't talking their language. They're sitting there like, "What the hell are you talking?" Yeah. about? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm so I don't want to learn golf, but I Definitely know I'm gonna have to at some point, depending maybe. on maybe. Maybe I don't know. Is golf still cool with executives? I mean, it depends on the people. You know? Yeah, it depends on yeah. My people, they play basketball. You know, what I mean? are the executives? <laughs> they need to be. <laughs> nah. Yeah, we need to be. You know. Well, it's not a need. So, so for a good, this is this is good for you. Yeah. So you don't have to go to the golf course. Mm-hmm. There's almost forgot it. I think it's Pro Golf. I forgot the name of the place. Top Golf. Top Golf. Yeah. That's where oh, you yeah. need to go. That's what people because that's not real golf, yeah. but it's golf. But the folks be out there. Them yeah, folks. they do. Man, them folks be they out do. there. Them folks be out there. For they be our age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're at the top. Okay. So there's, so I went on one, two, four, four company functions there mm-hmm. with different groups in my company. Mm-hmm. That's who's out there. Oh. So you waiting your turn. You got like seven people there. You sitting there. Oh yeah. You know we think about adding that other person into the department and be like, you know what? I always wanted to do. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh wait a minute, I'm up to T. So, yo, I love your stroke. Really? Bam. Mm-hmm. You got his ass. You got to talk to talk to. Yeah. You got to learn the little language. Golf is a language. Yeah. You say the wrong thing, they be like, the hell? So, well, I got to anyway. watch the PGA Tour. So, you know what I got? Yeah. Before I started? Mm-hmm. Golf Tiger Woods? For, golf for dummies. Oh, I just meant the video game. Nah. I might have to play the video game. No. Nah. Oh, yeah. Golf for dummies. So, and, and just to get the language. That might be an investment. I'll try to smooth my way into a better job. Boom. 20000 20, right there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but always, always take the opportunity to learn. So when you learn, you get part of that conversation. Those groups that you can be in, that's the conversations that you want to get into. Oh, That's that say, type of language. We should invest in Rockstar. Red Dead gonna come out. We need to invest in Rock. Oh, definitely. Gotta yeah, invest in that. And uh, Rockstar Games. Oh, and uh, to that point too, uh, as far as like groups, like um, it doesn't always have to be golf. 
I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, That's right. Oh. So I mean, just where the people's at. You the, know? Yeah. The, yeah. Do executives do Comic Con and Dungeons? Do all that, man. Yeah. Okay. It depends. Everywhere. Think of the environment that you're in. Mm. If you, especially when you're in a tech environment. Dungeons and Dragons. In the South, like depending on the executives, I'm that's very golf. You know yeah. What I'm so, but that's the executives. Yeah. But like you finance. I'm thinking like old school insurance yeah. finance. You know what I'm saying? But but tech. But tech, you you can find a lot. So yeah. I talk to VPs who watch. This is crazy. They watch um, Housewives of Atlanta. Get the fuck. That's man. scandal. Uh. Scandal. Uh, fucking um, so you trying to network. How to get away with murder? So you oh. trying to network? Hey, I just sit with him. Blah blah blah. Hey, bro, you, watch, you see it this week? No, 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 no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I said, okay. So what part did you get to? And they totally enthralled. What about that power though? Shout out to Report Card Podcast for their power um, episode episodes. You know, by the way. But what about power though? You know, stuff like that where yeah, you think these guys won't be in tune in these things, but they're, but they're you people. Got to. They're people, right? Here's the one thing mm-hmm. that's, that I found that cross genres well, and people and genders. Yeah, demographics. Is right. demographics, yep. It's Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. <laughs> Damn. That's Game shit. of Thrones. It's long. There's dragons. I yeah. love it, man. I love it. So, it's so when I open watch. up to that, yeah, but it's so much. I know. And if you, I if know. you talk about even. People are so passionate. Yeah, man. but I'm, I love it, but I'm not. A Game of Thrones, one of those people. But I know and I love it because I love the 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 dialogue in there, the the wittiness in certain portions, and it's just so much going on. So when you sit with someone, some people love one portion and some people love another portion. So you got to be aware of all of it. The nuance, the nuances. So when when you sit with someone, you can get them. And I think what what we're basically saying is. Soft skills in themselves are an investment just because you can exactly. network the way into a better job. Exactly. And then that better job is like, boom, that's money you wouldn't have if you're just doing the same old, as Bang Bang says, the regular speckler. <laughs> regular speckler. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then you got to like where you're at, too. I've been in some settings where I'm like, man, why am I even here? You're talking about just in terms of trying to put your best foot forward yeah networking and whatnot where it's mm. like if you're that's it's like true being forced it's like i'm doing this because i'm supposed to and then you look like why don't why don't i have a raise why's my money not moving mm. but it's like yeah you, you're not really happy in your current yeah so it's like surround yourself by the things because there's you know if i'm not into golf I'm like, my golf is terrible mm. but then there's something else i can do right now i'm a level two wizard you know what I mean? That's not possible if I would have stayed playing golf. Right? Yeah. Level yeah. two. Golf. Yeah, you get to level three, you know my mean? dude. I can make my wizard, you know, play golf. You know what I'm saying? Damn. <laughs> Damn. You know what I'm saying? If I'm, in, if I'm mythical world. You know? <laughs> Bruh, That's what's up. The wizard be playing golf. <laughs> he be playing golf. Why yeah. is he not with doing wizard shit? With yeah. a stick. He's See, got like a 20 a handicap. That's it. <laughs> put up with a stick. And now he's playing golf. So the idea is like, look, if even though everybody says go here for this it's like they say go to school you're mm-hmm. going to be successful I'm like well maybe there's other things out here you know so if it's if it's mm-hmm. um you know sports you know if it's like a rec leagues mm-hmm. all like rec leagues that's in your field like i play in a engineering architect league okay so i'm around nothing but engineers and architects so that's an opportunity for me so yep. the ideal is just to be around something that you like you have a better shot of making connections yeah so invest in your skills invest in yourself so if you're going to invest in yourself, to your point, I really wasn't in it too much 
with Dungeons. But guess what? I don't mind doing it. And look at what it's giving me. Right. It's putting me in an environment oh, that I yeah. can get better options. Right. So once you get the better options and you invest more in yourself, you'll have them. And then when you have those options, you already set. So back to your point, you go to, to job and the guy who puts you there be like, hey, what's up, Jazz? Hey, did you see the? Yeah, I know. Blah blah blah. Hey, come in the office. Well, they want me to finish this project. Fuck that. Come on over yeah. here. <laughs> you in there? Yeah. You in there? Right. He pulls you away from <laughs> bullshit. And you're good. And tells so, you real stuff too. Like, yeah. Tell you the secrets of the trade or this. Like, yo, watch out for that. Trying yeah. to get put over to the other department. You just got to. Yes, so do. if you really want to stay here, you gotta. Got you. Got you. I love sitting talking to you. Yeah, I like you too. Yeah. You're my only black friend. Oh, I mean, uh, you know, one of those. <laughs> but in, in, that's why yeah. you know we can use investment in so many different ways yeah. even what we talking about money but I always say how much ever am I investing in myself so I decide to take a job to work three days a week so I can have four days off so four days off I can do podcasting I can travel I can do so many things in four days see I'm trying to get all days off yeah, <laughs> basically. So I'm working on it. I'm but so, but that's the buildup. That's right. what you invest in yourself. So I broke the days up to say, hey, why get two days to grind trying to really do what I want to do? Right. I'll sacrifice my weekends in order to grind for four days as opposed to two days. Now, uh, this may be a better suited for your other podcast, the sports one. Mm. But I'm thinking about the you know Colin Kaepernick thing, NFL. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to invest my time into watching NFL this season. You know, just in terms of investing your time and like I, I'm thinking of boy boycotting and things like that. We might have to do a separate topic on that. Yeah, but, we, we probably know. do because I have an opinion on it, but yeah. I also have a preference. Mm-hmm. So my opinion is strong. But my preference is different. So we're gonna talk about boycotting and things like that. Things like that. Okay. And and we're gonna bring it up because the NFL season is coming up mm-hmm. and topical. Topical on that. Right. But it has to be because yeah. if you know, I was listening Jay to Shannon fucking Cutler. I, can't, I just <laughs> in Florida. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like Jay Cutler. But he got what more Cutler and Tannehill. Yeah, but Tannehill gonna continue to get hurt. <laughs> so that dude is like, come on now. I like his game. Yep, liability. But come on now, really? So, investing, investing. Yeah. If you're gonna start investing, invest in yourself first. Shout out to Jay Cutler. He invested in himself. Didn't he though? <laughs> and he paid his ass. He got ten mil for he being trash. So, Q and A session. So, oh, yeah. we so, take uh, a question from the audience. We're gonna open up the floor to the audience. Um, is anybody here who? <laughs> Has any questions? Wait your turn. Hold on. One at a time. One at a time, please. Oh, we got one. Okay, can you? So I'll give you the microphone. Yes. Okay, and then when you're done, pass it to the next person. Okay, hi. My name is Barbados. This is another welcome to the wall member. You mean the whole squad almost. Uh, ain't I though? Yes. I already Barbados. met Simon Says, aka Jeremy. Um, I guess my first question is, so say I wanted to... Um, start a mutual fund. Where? What's like the first step? Where do I go? So a mutual fund. Uh, let's kind of define it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's small, different funds that you can actually invest in, 
And what you want to do is what do you feel comfortable with? So a lot of mutual funds is either broken up into aggressive, moderate, uh, low risk. So uh, as a new investor, you should start with a low risk so you can see what it does. So once you see what it does, you can move it up. Depending on your age bracket, you should move it up to a moderate. If you find that it's interesting and it's doing a little more or you want to do something and have a long term purpose or a short term purpose, like, well, a mid range purpose, like I need to save this so I can have a down payment for my house. You should either get into moderate to high risk so you can get a better return and go from that. But you want to always start with well, you should not always. You should start with a low risk because then you're looking at it saying, okay, let me see what this really does. Next, next question. So the other, oh, you, you got no, Okay. So the other question <laughs> I had really quickly. Um, so say I wanted to open a money market account because I wanted my, uh, the money that I had in savings. I want to see it grow, not just sit. Um, would you recommend that over a CD or how would you? So I don't like money markets. I okay. just, I just personally, I never work with money markets. I always mm-hmm. work with mutual funds because that mix of mutual funds, you may have a high risk ones in there, but a moderate mix in there. Mm-hmm. So if the high risk does a little bad, the moderate will take care of that. Where a money market, you're throwing it in there and they, they kind of working together. Mm-hmm. So, really haven't done a lot of research with them. I know there's an option, but I just haven't, I, I haven't messed with them. And if you have to me with CDs, CDs shouldn't be a continuous investment. It should be right. a drop of money. Like, bam, I got $5,000. Throw that in there. Let me get, get some returns on it like that. Okay. Okay. Um, and then my last question I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been taking no, it all in. Um, more people need to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So, last question: the Betterment app mm-hmm. is that individual like Robinhood or what is is that? No, that's like a mutual fund. That is like a mutual. Yeah, fund. so those are funds. So, would you recommend someone like me? Do they have that low risk option? Yes. Okay. So, the Betterment app, you can see pie chart. You know, when they show oh, the pie cool. chart, they'll show love, like, here you go. Yeah, I love pies too. <laughs> I love lemon meringue. But they'll show the pie chart of the risk okay. of what your mix is, how much stock, how much, you okay. know, different breaks ups of those. So I, I went with moderate. So that's why I was able to get 10%. Right. It went down to about like five or six, but it was back up to 10. So I held on because I'm not moving it. I'm, I'm, I'm allowing the market to grow. So as the market grow, my return get bigger. Right. Okay. So Betterment is a really good, with not a lot of, I haven't seen the fees that made me stay like, hey, they tr- yeah. they're getting me. No, they're not. <laughs> they're pretty good. Okay. I really like them. Well, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for thank your you. question. Um, I saw Organic Trap Farmer. I saw you raise your hand earlier. Um, uh, Biggie, Biggie Tall. So um, you have a question for the for the people? Someone else from the audience? What's going on, man? You got big slim right here. Man. Of course they're gonna do the shout out. Hey, <laughs> Yo, check it out. Getting his financial advice, you know what I'm saying? But no, I, I, I do have a question, man. You know, like 
being young and unaware, where do you start? So, so like you've been been like a college student. You just going into your freshman year, and you know that you want something better than the situation you're already in. Like, where should you start in investing in yourself? So, good question. Almost had me stumped, but Almost. good question. Because <laughs> there's so many so, ways to go with that. Yeah. So that's where I'm yeah, kind of yeah. like, do I go here? Do I go there? So you have to think of what do you want and where are you going. Mm-hmm. So, if you want, I want better, and I want a place. I want better. I want a car. I want better. I want to be able to have money. So, if I need to do something with my family, I have it. Mm-hmm. Find your purpose first. If once you you have your purpose to say this is what I want to do, or this is what I want to have money for. Once you know that, then you can say I need to save my money. And then when you say I need to save my money. How do I save my money? That's when the investment comes in. Even though we're talking investment, there's a big road. That, to your point, it has to start. So the easiest way to start is say, what is my purpose? I mean, what do I want to have money for? If you say, ah, I just want to chill, then why invest? Spend your money, and then when you ask out, you'd be like, damn, I didn't save any money. Thank you. So are you saving money so if something happens you want to have money, then that should be your purpose. Okay, so so um, no kids in a picture or nothing like that. So if you is financially, if is you been wanting to be financially free, is that a good enough reason to just invest like this to be like okay, I just want to have money so I could do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. So you want the freedom for that, especially single, no children, no real commitment to another person you you want to be able to say i need to have money in case i start getting serious or an accident happens and you want to be able to say damn i got a little something i gotta have a little something to say what do i do so it depends on your circumstance so that's why i said i was a little stuck because there's so many things that you can say i want to invest in i want to save for i want to do this but to your point Hey, look, I have no plans with anybody or things. And, uh, you know, I'm investing in myself with who who makes condoms. Um, <laughs> so your investment from that is like, look, I'm just going to invest so I can be able to be comfortable. Because sometimes it's just about comfort. Exactly. I want to be comfortable to say I'm spending money, but I got this money right here. Some shit go down. I can reach back and get it. Exactly. That's, that's, you just answered my question okay. perfectly, man. Appreciate that. Man, no problem. No man, problem. Look at you saving lives. Ah, that's what I'm here for. Get you the little James Brown cape. You you, you collapse. Ow. You collapse and you're like, psych, Psych-tack. bitches, I'm back. He <laughs> 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 got my butt. He got my <laughs> Well, uh, I guess we only have time for two. Two. Um, to I guess two audience members. So I guess next time, next time we're gonna put some out more in. So absolutely. we apologize and we definitely apologize. email us your questions. You know, info at Welcome to the Wall podcast website. Also, you know, you guys' podcast, the yeah, Mikey at bougieblackbrother.com. So hit me up there, bougieblackbrother.com. When you get on there, you can have your email sent in and your messages. But iTunes, media. iTunes, yeah. subscribe, subscribe, leave your comments. I always respond. Always. Yeah. 
social media, IG, mm-hmm. Bougie Black Bro. Um, Twitter, Bougie Black Bro as well. And you're going to start seeing a couple of videos YouTube. on YouTube. Oh. And the Bougie Black Brother <laughs> Network. Bam. So put the network Dang, in there. Put that in on there. That's so, what's up. <laughs> and that's, that's really, we're going to probably put some podcasts on there with a couple of visuals. But uh, I want to start doing some videos. So Sean is going to take care of that for us. And he's going to be doing, he's going to be our video man. He's going to do our editing. The sports report? No. So we're going to do either the sports and we're going to do the music. Got you. Okay. So the next music up is Meek Mill and I think it's, yes, yeah, Meek Mill and Vic. Mensa. What's his name? Mensa. Mensa. Yeah, Vic Mensa. Yeah. yeah, those two. So that's what's coming up on that. Okay. Well, yeah. do, do, do Welcome to the Wall have a home network? Is there a network that we have, uh, Sir Django? I don't think we call it. Okay, <laughs> but we on YouTube. Just search YouTube. Welcome to the Wild Podcast. We on YouTube. Yeah. You on YouTube? Too. Okay, what? okay. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> I just thought y'all was on your regular website. I mean, we, we're on there. Oh, okay. We have shows on <laughs> we there. Have shows on there. Look, <laughs> let's, hey, hey, look, hey, hey. So, <laughs> Millennium Money Management. Yeah. That's the show. M3. M3. Millennial Money Management. Yep. Go, so when go, we say go. M3, because that's like a mouthful, uh, we on M3, and this is what we want to talk about. Tell your friends. People be talking about it. I think it's useful. You know, it's it's some things that needs to be talked about. Because people don't know about people money. People don't know about money. They don't know about they it. They just throw it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just throw it out. What am I, what am I thinking of? Who be saying that? Ain't got no, is that Chris Tucker? Ain't got no money. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. What he ain't got no job. He ain't got no money. Yeah. He ain't got no job. He ain't working. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Why broke people always telling you what you need to do? Yeah. That's Chris. So thanks a lot. Tune in next time, Millennium Money Management. We're probably getting a little more in depth with the 401k. Because I think that's important because so you need to know what your company can do for you. So we're going to go jump deep into that one next. Yeah, because I think it's important. Topics, we got we got a lot in the queue, I feel like, don't we? I think we got two more other than that one. Okay. You still want to do that shivery one, right? <sighs> Bruh, yeah. I know, I know. That one, yeah. <laughs> We got a couple. That one's been requested a couple. Yeah, that's what's been requested. When are we going to do that one? So, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Don't forget us, Bougie Black Brother, and welcome to the war. Great collaboration. We already talked about it from the beginning. We're going to do it from beginning to the middle to the end. It's about collaboration as a community so we can come together to be successful as one. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.